buying behavior has changed. Prospects don't click on links and emails anymore, and they don't watch the videos you spend hours creating every week. Instead, send personalized gifts and memes using Vidyu. You can quickly create engaging, personalized content that immediately grabs your prospect's attention, helps you stand out in the inbox, and does it all without forcing them to click anything or go anywhere. Head over to vidyou.io slash salescast to sign up for free and spend less time getting your messages across and more time selling. Welcome to The Sales Hustle, the only no BS podcast where we bring you the real, raw, uncut experiences from sales change makers across various industries. The only place where you can get what you're looking for to up your sales game. Today's episode is brought to you by SalesCast. SalesCast helps sales professionals transform the relationship building process and win their dream clients. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Sales Hustle. We got a special guest, Mark Nudelberg, who is the president of On The Ball, and we know he's going to bring nothing but sales fire for you guys, some things that you can implement to up your game in sales, and he's got something special for you at the end, so stay tuned. Mark, welcome to the show. How you doing? Oh, it's my pleasure, man. I'm doing fantastic. It's just a tenacious Tuesday. I don't know what day this episode is dropping, but for us, it's a Tuesday, and uh you know how it is, man. On the hustle. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm happy to have you on here and dig into a little bit more of your story and experience with sales. You know, growing up with a father that just bleeds sales through and through. Uh, I'm sure you have some great stories for us. but And you also didn't have the more traditional path to sales. So I want to talk a little bit about that and kind of talk about some of your experience. So so give us the, the Mark Nudelberg story, the high level short version so that we can pack it with nothing but fire and tactical stuff for folks. The 30 second overview of my life is I grew up with a father who has written a book called Confessions of a Serial Salesman, grew up in an entrepreneurial family. And so business has always been at the forefront of what we do. I chose to go on my own path after college and started a college football coaching career that I was very successful in. It took me to places like Florida State, the University of Florida, University of Cincinnati, to name a few. And at the end of a 10-year career in that, I decided to get out and get into the business world and uh, joined ESPN and was selling digital marketing there. And I think when I tell people that I had success in sales and I've never made a cold call, it blows their mind. Like that to me oh. is the thing that most people are like, what do you mean you never made a cold call? And I was just raised in a different mindset. And then when I got into the sales game, I didn't need to do that to have success anymore because, because there were so many other ways to create outreach that was more efficient and effective that my dad trained me on. I went and used it, had a ton of success with it. And from there, got into the coaching and training business with my father, and we are scaling on the ball training as we speak. Awesome. I love it. All right. So, so many good things there. I'm going to start to pick pick at them. We can dig deeper. Yeah. Um, n- number one, like, 
I mean, that just sounds like cruel punishment to not be able to make cold calls because I personally <laughs> love making cold calls. Um, there's a lot of people that don't, that shy away from it, try to do it. Hey, but everybody's got their style and their flavor that works. And that's what I think is so great about sales. There's some core values and things that you do, but your methods and your outreach and how you do it can be different. There is no one size fits all. Um, and a lot of people think to be a good sales leader, a good sales coach, you really need to be a great motivator, right? And I think that obviously you have a, abundance of experience from coaching. How do you, how have you been able to relate that into your sales career and as a sales coach? Yeah. So the thing that came out of coaching to me was process. Like what I realized is that most people around me in the sales world really didn't have a process or a simple process that they were able to rinse and repeat effectively and quickly because no matter what kind of outreach you're trying to do, it's still a numbers game, but you know, those numbers depend on how much quality and action you put into those things. So creating the process for myself and having my dad to, to help me do that obviously was a great gift, but getting comfortable with that process and getting comfortable with that language because I don't think that cold calling is necessarily a bad thing, but how do you cold call, right? Like to me, the term cold means straight up, I don't know anything about that person and I'm just calling and trying to present my product to them immediately the second after they pick up the phone. We don't believe in that in training. That doesn't mean we don't believe in using the phone, but we believe if you're going to use the phone, the most effective way to do that is to have some kind of commonality is what we call it, which is the hook that connects me to that person that all I'm selling in the first 15 minutes is a virtual cup of coffee. If I can't get somebody right. to say yes, right, so having, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Let's, before we go too much further, I just, I don't want to miss that point. Okay. So just to be clear, Mark's not saying don't use the phone, but use the phone properly. Use the phone use more efficiently. Use it more informed, right? So, 100%. Okay. So, and you know, and I know, I know your style because we've talked before and, and, I know that your style to the core is quality over quantity. And that's through and through with the using the phone, email, LinkedIn. And I think there's something important about that because a lot of people are used to, you know, sending a lot of stuff out there and seeing what sticks. And that's working less and less these days. And so having a quality network, having a quality list, having a quality people, you know, list of people to call is what you're saying is what you guys teach and what you believe works best. Here's what I know from coaching. Here's what I know from being successful in sports. Here's what I know from having success in sales is that you can never control the outcome. You just can't. I don't care if it's the scoreboard. I don't care if it's your monthly budget. I don't care what the outcome is that you're trying to get to. You can't control it. But what you can control are the activities. And so as a sales professional, I know the one thing that I need to own across the board in order to be successful is attention. So how do I get people's attention? To me, the answer to that is show up differently. So if I have to use the phone, how do I show up differently through a phone? If I have to use the email, how do I show up differently through email? If I have to use social media, how do I show up differently through social media? 
That right. to me is so, you have to have a tool belt of how you create conversations. All right. So give us an example, whatever medium you want of showing up differently. So to me, if I don't care what form it is, whether it's social media, whether it's phone, whether it's email, I'm showing up about a thing that they did. I don't care how deep I have to research. I don't care how far down Google I have to go. I'm going to find something that they wrote, an interview that they were in, a picture that was posted. I'm going to find something that I know means something to them. And that's the first thing I'm talking about with them before I go anywhere else is that thing that I know matters to them and is about them. To me, if it's email, using video is the number one thing that people should be doing that if they're not doing it, they don't understand the amount of success they could be having as opposed to just sending a regular email. Yeah. Yeah. And showing up differently makes such a big difference. And you know what? Not every time you do it, is it going to work? You know, there's still going to be some people that aren't going to pay attention, but if you have that process and that discipline to consistently do it, you're going to get more yeses, more wins, more positive replies than if you're not. It's the same way as having a process to going about cold calling, old school cold calling. Now I'm talking about smiling and dialing, right? Like all you're doing is, you know, nothing about the people on this list. You're just calling people, trying to use your script to keep people on. That's a process, right? Well, if you back that process up a little bit and say, before I do any of that, I'm going to spend 15 minutes on research, just 15 minutes. You don't even have to go into the hours of research that you could do. Spend 15 minutes on finding something that's important and relevant to that person and making your outreach about them and not you. When you try, when you deliver value immediately and you care about what other people care about, now you've got a real, now you've got a real opportunity to build a relationship because Mm -hmm. the reality is, is that people buy from people they know, like, and trust. End of the story. I don't care what thing it is. Everything is commoditized now. So the real difference maker is if everything is the same, I want to work with somebody that I know, like, and trust. So how can you build that foundation of knowing, liking, and trusting in the first, very first interaction that you have with a prospect? And, and, and yeah, I mean, no, no, buying from some, or let's say interacting with somebody that you know, like, and trust is, is the first step, right? But then yeah. you got to have, you got to have some, some skills, some problem solving skills to be able to actually you need land to be an the expert. client. You need to yeah. be an expert. You need to be an expert. You need to understand not only what you represent and the value that you have, but you need to understand the market that you live in. You need to understand the industry that you work in and how you position compared to everybody else so that you can truly, I mean, everybody uses the term consultative sales. It's not really consultative. It's just being an expert. It's being able to advise somebody on why you matter period. That's it. And if you can't ask the right questions to understand somebody else's business, to figure out how to position yourself as a valuable asset, you've got no, you got no chance. You can make the, you can make all the friends in the world. You still got to be able to position yourself as something valuable that they should have. Right. So it's two part. It's, it's, it's show, it's showing up differently, right? It's showing up differently, being that person that they can like or trust 
right? To get the conversation started and going and being an expert on solving whatever problem it is that you solve and be able to communicate that effectively to drive that relationship to becoming a customer. So you earn the right to talk business by showing up and making it about them to get the conversation going. Once the conversation has started, the natural transition is to say, well, what is it that you do? You know, tell me your story. Their story is naturally going to include what it is that they do. And then they're immediately going to respond with, well, tell me about what you do. You know, let me Mm. learn more about you now. So now you've earned the right to talk business. So now is the time where you're able to showcase your expertise, not by hitting them with all of these different statistics, but by understanding where they come from in their business or not saying, Hey, you know, you kind of brought up some really interesting points about your business. I'd love to hear more about that. I'd love to understand how your business works. That way, maybe I can find a way to deliver value to you to help you solve a problem or uncover a new opportunity that you didn't know existed. All right. Now pay attention folks. Cause this is, this is a super important point and I don't want you to miss it. What Mark's saying is that it's, it's, it's quality over quantity for sure. And I know that he, this is accurate. Um, my good friend, Ian Koniak at Salesforce, wh- who is, has won top enterprise sales rep of the year many times at a company that has almost 50,000 employees, his, his, his biggest secret to his success is spend more time on less people. Yep. 150% because you know, whether you refer to it as a sports term and you say, well, they're all at bats, not all at bats are the same. Some when you qualify a quality at bat in baseball, that means that guy waited to get the pitches he wanted to see in order to hit. He might have had to foul off some garbage pitches. He might have missed at a couple of ones that he thought he was going to nail. But a good at bat means he got a lot of swings at the pitches that he wanted to see. I'm I'm interested in having quality at bats as a sales professional, not just a thousand at bats. You get up at a thousand at bats and look at three straight pitches and go sit down. You're never going to make the Hall of Fame. But if every time you step up to the plate, you've got quality at bats where you're getting balls that you know you can hit, I guarantee you're going to have a much better average than other batters. So that's a straight baseball reference. But to understand applying that to the sales game, not all prospects are created equal. And let me give you a big heads up right now. If a prospect doesn't like you, the chances of them doing business with you are absolutely zero. So why wouldn't you get that out of the way early? Why wouldn't you clearly be who you are, be transparent and authentic and genuine and try to invest in who they are as people? And if there's not a connection, great. It took you 10 minutes to figure out that you don't like each other and you don't have to waste any more time chasing a lead that you'll never get. As opposed Mm. to spending the 10 minutes seeing that there's a connection and then taking it a step further to say, okay, great. We like each other. Now, how can we help each other? Mm, I think that's, that's, that's so important. I mean, getting that, taking care of that right away before you waste any time, both, so, both yours or the prospects, right? So uh, I, you got something for me. So you brought up Salesforce and I, and I absolutely have to tell this story because this is amazing to me because they are a leader in the sales industry, right? Like 
their CRM, that they are this massive company that represents sales. They, they send me an email about a customer experience report that I want to read. It's got data in it, right? I'm like, I love this. This sounds like something I want to read. So I click it, I download it. So I immediately get sent into their sales funnel, right? Of yeah. course, that's great. I think that's unbelievable marketing and turning marketing tools into lead gen. Great. The miss was that immediately after I downloaded that, 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 that uh, report, I got hit with cold calls and cold emails from the same rep that immediately went into wanting to talk to me about how I can use Salesforce to help my business. Now, what a miss. I came into your world and downloaded a report from your company, your site, and you don't take the time to look the three seconds extra to see what it was that brought me in to say, hey, instead of going right to how Salesforce can help you, hey, Mark, saw that you downloaded our customer experience report. Would love to walk you through the data and talk to you about the report so that you have a clear understanding of what it is. And then maybe we can have the opportunity to talk about how Salesforce might help you. Bam. I'm in so, for that conversation all day. Yes. So the miss is not leading with value, wanting to help, wanting to serve, taking the time to see what it is that you even gave a shit about before trying to go for the conversation. 150%. And, and like to me, to be a sales rep at Salesforce is the greatest thing ever. Because if you thought like a CEO of your own company, you'd be like, this is all mine. All of this data, all of this marketing material, all of this is mine. All I have to do is use it to my advantage to deliver value to as many people as I can. They're making the job easy for you. I showed up on an inbound leads list. All you have to do is convert it to a conversation, but because you don't understand how to lead with value, you missed immediately. Oh, and for sure, they've got more data than just what you downloaded. They've got what? your they've got your socials. They've got what you care <laughs> about. They've got they've got more information than most to lead with value and have a more informed conversation. Yet they're not, or she's not using it. I should I should say I don't know. Maybe I'm sure there are people are in the yeah. organization that are using it, but she was not. All right. Well, if they're listening, maybe they can uh, figure that out and put her back to training her, him, whoever so. it was. <laughs> I hope so. Or maybe even better, maybe you should reach out and offer training, <laughs> training, I, uh, coaching, mentoring. Get them in. Uh, you can definitely. You have some. You have some data to lead with uh, an informed conversation. So I responded to that after, after she sent me four, cause I wanted to see what would happen. You know, she sent uh, me four cold I loved, emails. I love doing that sometimes, just seeing and how I responded, And I responded and said, hey, Alessia, do you know what brought me into the Salesforce funnel? And then I got no response back. So I don't know if I asked her a question she didn't want to answer or she wasn't prepared to answer, but I wanted to get into a dialogue of let me, let me teach you how to help play this game. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if she wasn't interested or what happened, right. but we'll see. So, so Mark, tell me how, where, what's your responsibility in driving sales for, for on the ball and how do you practice what you preach? So I'm constantly in a biz dev responsibility. Um, while I'm coaching and training organizations and individuals, I'm also responsible for filling my own pipeline and qualifying new 
new, you know, new prospects and moving them through our own sales process. So while I'm coaching and training, I'm actually doing what I'm coaching and training people to do. And the easiest way to see that is go to my social media. Look at the way I personally market myself on a daily basis. Look at the way we're putting content out there every single day in order to stay top of mind for my network. And then I'll bring you into my message inbox to show you how I'm converting connections to conversations through social media. Okay. And do you, what are, do you find that that's like a necessary thing for you to be an effective coach is to be on the front line of sales yourself day in, day out? 150%. I think, I think nothing against other trainings. I think most trainings are very cookie cutter and this is, you know, this is the, the method that we teach and there's no adaptability to it. I think because we're constantly out there and that's both my dad and myself, because we're constantly out there doing it ourselves, we're able to see what's happening in the environment and we adapt our own teachings. We continue to evolve with what's happening. We're talking to people about how to properly use your, 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 your LinkedIn story. We're talking to people about how to convert a message to a video through LinkedIn messaging because we're using it. We're doing it. So it's not like we're just like, oh, well, here's the update. Here's what you should do with your stories now. Start reading scripts and putting your commercials there. No, 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 no. This is just another way to engage with your network. But how? Are you going to use it the same as you're using your Instagram story? I would say no. I would say if you represent a, a product or you represent a service, this is an unbelievable opportunity to let people behind the curtain and say, hey, this is how we produce this thing. This is how we create the curriculum for what we do. This is how I go about my own prospecting, right? You, you want to get a look at how a sales coach actually does his own sales process. Let me show you on my story. I'm not going to create a post about that, but I can update you minute by minute now about what's happening in my day and how it works. Awesome. Now, do you find it so much so that I'm going to take a, I'm going to take a selfie right now. And say, hey, like that's another thing that's going to get put on the story. And I'm going to get to share it with your audience and my audience. Oh, yeah. I mean, creating content is part of the sales process, right? It's you, your brand is so important. People, you said, you said it yourself, right? People do business with people that they like and trust. And putting out content is the easiest way to do that. Because a lot of times, by the time you have those conversations, they feel like they already know you. You know, if you're really putting out content consistently with process and showing up as your authentic self, by the time you actually have a conversation with people, they, they already know what you're about. Sales is a two-way street in my mind. It was never that way prior to social media, but social media allowed it to be a two-way street where you're able to continue to do all your outbound efforts, phone, email, social media, right? 3D PR, which if you don't know what that is, you need to, you know, you need to figure out how to use actual physicalized items in order to be able to show up differently. And then the other piece is on a daily basis, be marketing yourself, who you are matters, not your company, not your job, marketing yourself. What are the things that are unique to you that make you who you are to not only stay top of mind for your network so that when they have a problem that you can solve, they know that you're the person they should go to 
but also continuing to build a network of people that come into you from a second degree that might not have known who you were, but saw something that you said and really liked it. What a great trigger for a conversation. Yeah, no, I agree. I totally agree with that. Um, and you know, you, you, if you're not, if you're not using social media to make that available to your prospects, you're missing the mark big time. It's free real estate. It's free real estate. If I, if, if we told you that you could buy beachfront property in Malibu right now for a dollar, you'd go do it. Well, this doesn't even cost a dollar. And, and the statistics are staggering. There's 3.2 billion smartphone users, right? Of those users, people spend two hours and 20 minutes a day on social media. So mm. nobody's watching TV for that long. Nobody's listening to the radio for that long. You know where people's attentions are and they're scrolling through the feed. I could give a shit, excuse my language if we're not allowed to curse no, here, no. but there's I could no care rule. less. The only rule is there's no rules. <laughs> <laughs> I could care less about whether or not somebody likes, comments, or shares my post. All I care about is that they saw it. Because if they read my name and saw my face, that means I'm staying top of mind for them and they're gonna remember me if something happens and they need my help. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, I will argue that it's not necessarily free real estate because it does cost your time, but your sure. time costs your time and you need Fair. to have process. You need yep. to have process to have consistency. I think where a lot of people, I don't know if you agree with this, but a lot of people fall, fall short where they do it for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, and they feel like nothing's changed and then they give up on it. Or it's they just don't have, like the gym. It's exactly. just like the gym. Exactly. How is it any different than the gym, right? You want to lose 10 pounds. You go to the gym for two weeks. You step on the scale. You haven't lost a pound. You're like, I'm done. I'm not doing this anymore. You didn't give enough time. You have to put what equity have you earned in it in order to get any kind of return, right? Think about your retirement account. You invest in that every month, right? You're not going to use that until you're 70 years old. Well, Look at your social media the same way. You got to mm. invest in it daily. I love that. You got to put something into it daily so that at the end of your career, you know you've got something to fall back on. I love that analogy. Look at your social media strategy, content creation process the same way you look at your retirement plan, right? So, That's great. So, and, and me personally, I have to schedule it in my calendar. I have to. There's two times a day in my calendar that I have social media activity scheduled. Then yep. I have once a week where I'm putting out content. So there's consistency. And then I have spontaneous content that I put out as well. And then because the LinkedIn, LinkedIn algorithm is so tricky and it's never going to show me the people that I want to see all the time, I have a cheat sheet, a Google sheet of the people that I definitely want to stay top, top, top of mind with. I have their activity URL in that sheet and once or twice a week I go there and I engage with those people specifically. There you go. There you go. That's a process. You've created the process to using the platform. We teach a course called LinkedIn Like a Pro that for those of you who don't have a process, that will give you a process. We've created the rules of engagement within this platform to create relationships, not to just connect with people and sell but to network yourself within this environment to build relationships with people because the geographical boundaries are off now. That's the best part about LinkedIn is that you used to only be able to do business with the people that lived around you that you could get to see. Now with virtual coffees and Zooms and the ability to see people on a daily basis, 
in this one platform, you have the opportunity to do that. You just have to know how to do it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know where you picked up the term virtual coffee, but I myself <laughs> personally learned it from you and I have used it so many times, had so many great, meaningful conversations because of it and have actually generated business from those conversations. It's, and, it's, a, it's a no brainer. And it actually throws some people off. They're like, like what you don't you you don't want to sell me something you don't want to pitch features and benefits and book a demo or a discovery call you want to have a coffee and talk about what how we can that, help each other some people are <laughs> baffled it's and and to me that is is showing up differently you know in the morning show that we do the noodleberg daily huddle we have an entire section now that we call the wall of shame and the hall of fame and we're highlighting people's invitations or responses that get sent to us that are either atrocious and all about themselves and all about selling and not about connecting or the people that make it about us that understand the, the way to deliver value early to build a connection. Yeah, no, I think that's super smart because, you know, a lot of people, if we give them the benefit of the doubt, they're doing th things that way because they don't know any better or they've been taught incorrectly, you know, and exactly. I, and, and, you know, I've seen some stuff recently that I put some content about, you know, folks saying basically asking, begging for a demo and they'll give you an Amazon card. If you book a demo, they have no idea if it's even relevant to me or I have any need for the product. But it's like that's some of the approaches that people are are doing. And these are at big companies. It's unbelievable. You know? And, and I think it, and, and I think if we just like wrap it up and kind of sum up like some of the nuggets that you've given people here, it's like definitely hundred percent show up different on all channels. Okay, whichever ones Everywhere. you choose to use, and I'm a fan of Everywhere. all of them. Yep. Show up differently, and a simple way is basically add value. And I'm not talking about hey, download this ebook or hey, here's a gated piece of content. Show up like you actually give a shit and you want to know them before Make you start offering them. help. Make, Make it about, it them. about Do, them. Do your research, right? So basically what that boils down to is quality over quantity. Spend more time with less people, okay? And have a process. The biggest part of your process, especially for social media, has got to be consistency. Because if you, show up every, if you show up every day for three or four weeks and then you go on hiatus for two or four weeks, you're back at zero. You're starting all over. <laughs> you're, not, you're not where you were before you stopped. You're back at zero. You're starting you over. Invest daily. Invest daily. You know, in, in sports, we used to say that Saturdays were payday. And, you know, you got to pull the whatever you put into the bank, you got to take out on Saturday. So if you didn't invest Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you had nothing to, to pull out on Saturday. So, you know, so for, as salespeople, yeah, <laughs> as salespeople, it's not quite that regimented and that scheduled, but you can guarantee that every time you get a sale, that's a payday. That's because of what you invested prior and put into the process so as soon as you stop putting into the process, I guarantee you that your pipeline dries up and there go all of your revenue. And no more payday. No more payday. <laughs> all right. I, I, I hope I didn't miss anything. Did I miss any of the nuggets that you want to wrap it up here before we tell folks what you got for them? No, just show up different, guys. Show up different. Make it about other people. Don't make it about yourself and uh, spend time doing research. You, you apply those three things and a process 
You apply those four things into your philosophy. It's what we teach everybody that we work with. Um, we help you build a process for yourself. And that's really what it's all about. Awesome. Mark, thanks so much for joining. Uh, tell people where they can find you, connect with you, and how they can get involved with what you and your dad have been doing for some time that's benefited so many people. So if you go to getontheball.com, you can get uh, part of our training is, you know, every morning from 8 to 8.30 Eastern time, we are live talking about pop culture, talking about the business world and giving real time sales examples and experiences to help people get better on a daily basis. So if you go there, you can find our huddle, you can get a link there, you can get a calendar link for it. So it shows up on your calendar and uh, it's saved for you and you can join us live. We're across all the social channels. We're on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, all of that. And uh, we're having a great time with it. It's a great community of people. We interact with the comments, people connect with each other. There've been a lot of connections that have come from that show to there. And uh, the best way to get in touch with me is to get on LinkedIn, hit that connect button, add a personal note, make it something valuable. Tell me that you heard me on the sales hustle with Colin, that you enjoyed it and you want to get a virtual coffee. And I am in for that 100% of the time. Oh man, there you go. He showed, he told you how to show up differently when you engage with him. Listen up, sales professionals. Um, and also how much does it cost to join the daily huddle? Absolutely free. Nothing. Nada. Just show up. All right. Just show up. And, uh, and I know, you know, the, you guys have built up a community. I mean, there's like a lot of camaraderie between the, <laughs> the participants of the sales huddle and a lot of them connect and do business and network. And it's, it's a fantastic thing you guys got going. We've got other sales coaches in there. We've got CEOs. We've got CROs. We've got all kinds of entrepreneurs. It is an unbelievable place to connect with other people, share comments, have fun, get a great start to your day, and, uh, and just enjoy the content. All right. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sales Hustle. Are you a sales professional looking to take your sales career to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go over to salescast.co. Check us out. And if you feel that you are ready, set up a time to talk with me and my co-founder, Chris. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends.